0: Are we going to die? I don't know. You're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh, uh, This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trump-A-S-T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What?
1: I don't know. I don't even know.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality
3: and it's 2018, bitch. We're living in the fucking future.
2: I'm surprised cars can't fly by now. No shit. Shouldn't they be able to? According to futuristic movies.
3: Movies? You mm-hmm. mean like the Jetsons?
2: Well, the or even like Back to the Future, or anything that was made in the 80s. I feel like they might have had like a 2020. You know what I mean? Or even in the 70s, 60s, like
3: did cars fly? Shout out back- the
2: movie 2010. They were up in the, they were in full spaceship robots fucking taking over the spaceship.
3: Well, there is spaceships, aren't there?
2: Yeah, but you're not like, you know, it's not like how they are in the movies. Was
3: there flying cars in Back to the Future or was he just flying around? Well, he was in a flying car. No, the DeLorean didn't fly. It flew in Back to the Future (laughs) 2. Oh, well, everybody knows Back to the (laughs) Future 2 is probably a pile. (laughs) It's not that bad. It's not that bad. They Not as bad as Back again, to the Future Three. Were they in like 2060 or something? I'm pretty, pretty good on Back to the Future.
2: Well, uh, technically speaking, he flew the DeLorean back to 1989 or 85, so it was flying in the 80s.
3: It didn't fly; it drove fast in the parking lot at the, on the end, at the beginning <laughs> of
2: the Back to the Future Two. He oh, flies in. We're back to back to the future, too. Yes. He flies in. I'm and sticking it's like, with one. I'm sticking with one. Oh, all right. Well, in one, no, he didn't fly.
3: Okay. So so, so far we've come up with nothing except 2010 a space odyssey, but did that have flying cars or just so- flying saucers in spaceship?
2: Well, on a spaceship where they're in in thing and the robot's taking <sighs> over the spaceship, and they're like doing like a whole like we're living in the spaceship for a year. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing.
0: Mm.
3: Well, I think that um more than that they're gonna do this thing that's like um minority report remember how in minority report mm, he mm-hmm. gets into the fast freeway and it's like you when mm. you'll you'll jump onto the freeway and the freeway will control the cars right so it can just bzz, take you yeah. fast and it's controlling. almost like a train yeah
2: but you're in your own car yeah mm-hmm. or like a conveyor belt
3: yeah exactly conveyor belt yeah yeah so that's
2: c- cool thought that is a cool thought
3: um, and there's one other cool. I mean, they're doing a high-speed train. High-speed trains go pretty fast.
2: All that stuff scares me, though. I don't like any of that stuff. I don't want to be implanted with a chip. I don't no. want to. I don't want to look at my computer just with my eyeball. I don't want to. I don't want to walk in my house and go, "I'm home," and then the computer goes, "Hi, Julie. Ew, Welcome home." Um, that creepy fucking. Do you want to watch TV? Show.
3: What is that stupid ass TV show? Um, it was like Twilight Zone, but it was now, dark. What are waters? Yeah, mer- dark mirror. Dark something. mirror. Right. Yeah, I don't want any of that. Is that what it was called? Black mirror. Black mirror, yeah. Well, we're like darker dark reflective <laughs> surface. Um there was a one of those where this girl was stuck being his she was the one in the computer. It was like her punishment or something. Ew. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. That show made me feel so weird and so uncomfortable all the time, and I'm like, who wants to feel like this?
2: Some people like it. Well, some people like to feel fear yeah. as their entertainment or darkness or scare. I don't yeah. want to feel any of that. None of it. I don't like feeling fear.
3: Well, I am um, going to say 2018 from now on. I never said 2017, not once. I never said 2016, 2015. No. I never said any of it.
2: You said 2017. Every time. I'm going to say 2018.
3: Ooh. good one.
2: 2.0.1.8 point. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> 2018.
3: No, 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 no. Wait, 2002. Mm. Anyway, I'm saying 2018. Okay. I think 2018 rolls out the tongue. I'm inviting you to. 2018. To. 2018.
2: 2018. 2018. 18. Jewish lucky number. We want to get. Uh, into, hopefully this is our lucky year. 29- or mine.
3: <laughs> oh, 18's a Jewish lucky number? Yeah. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. eights
3: 18 i mean i like 18 because six is my lucky number and 18 is like divisible by six perfectly
2: oh all right well this could be our year this is our year <laughs>
3: but 19 is one of my lucky numbers and that's next year
2: well then you got a good two years going for you and then you know what i mean because you br- can live it'll out be the my next birthday two years
3: one 19 19 because my birthday is 19. oh that's cool you know uh-huh that's fucking weird huh that i went all the way from like when i was born to 19 that's so weird. I always wanted my grandma like when, is weird. I would always wish that my grandma was born in like 1899. But, uh, but she wasn't. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. But so now we are those people. Yeah. Who were like born in the 1800s. We straight up were born in the 1800s. Oh God. <laughs> Mine's going to be 28.
2: 28. I'm going to be dead.
3: Don't say your age right now or I'll die.
2: But, but I'm just saying 28, just 28. So that's
3: 10 years from now. It's 10 years from this year. So you'll still be alive, unfortunately. We might get lucky and get to have like, you know, the whole end of the world thing going on. Maybe. That could be fun. Well, birds and gurs, we're pre-recording this, even though it's January 2nd, 2018. 2018, or you could be listening to this after, but this is going to... C- come on to the iTunes discriminatory airwaves right <laughs> at January 2nd, 2018. Uh-huh. Um, so we're pre-recording this because we got things to do, bitch. And, um, <laughs> but I can tell you this. We're currently drinking and also currently hungover mm-hmm. after days and days and days of drinking. And um, that's pretty much the exact state we'll be in on January 2nd. <laughs> so even though, right? That's true. That mm-hmm. is true. To a a T. So cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. My love. Mon frere. Happy New Year. Mi amiga. Mi amor. Mi hermana. Uh, (laughs) How's hermana? For you guys that don't know and no one does. I don't think. I don't think I've ever told anyone. Maybe I should say for the Patreon. (laughs) Fuck off. Um, Hermana is the bird that lives in my hair. (laughs) And... Um, she's a bird and she lives in the, my hair isn't always a nest, but many times late at night it is. And it becomes a big circular dread at the crown mm. of my head or mm. the base of my head. Mm. And then I say, oh, Hermana is here. She's sleeping. And then, you know, you just check in on her and you see, you know, how she's doing. And, um, but she's usually mainly, she's out mainly in social situations because that's when the nest really gets good for her. You know? Well, doesn't the, when do you, how does the, ne- how does, how does the nest find well, its way the, 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 nest, the most? The nest forms. Yeah, forms. On behalf of um, veterans. A, th- a thin, wispy hair to begin with. <laughs> the, but I have, here's what it is I have a lot of hair strands, but the hair strands themselves are fine uh-huh which and they're also curly right which that lends itself to an easy tangle and mat mm. so you find maybe uh after you've slept oh no, like no, no, no 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 i said it's social situation so oh oh no i have to put her hermana up into a <laughs> i have to put the nest up into a thing when i sleep oh so when it's when i'm out and i'm drinking and i'm not There's a reason girls are constantly, and myself, are constantly running their fingers through their hair and fixing their hair. It's because if you don't maintain it, it'll get all snarl-toothed up. And I can't be having all snaggle-tooths all up in my shit. It's Mm. annoying. Mm. So when I'm drunk, though, and bugging and talking someone's ear off, like last night, for example, Mm -hmm. I'm not maintaining. I see. I see. see. There's a collar back here, or right now I have a hood on. It Just keeps rubbing it and rubbing nice. it and rubbing, yeah, it, and rubbing okay. it until the and nest
2: the nest appears. It's and like Bob Hermana Marley pops out. Yeah,
3: Hermana's there. Bob Marley music is a like, good reggae right. music is playing. Like, hey, mom, Brandy, what are you I've doing? I've got dreads. It's galar. cold back here, okay. Uh, I'm just trying to live in your head. Hermana's she's great. I mean, she's she's she is there a lot though, and I don't want her around, right? <laughs> so, right, anyway. Yes right. happy new Year hermana. Ooh. i hope this this year I see you much less and less okay <laughs> Happy new year hermana at least Hermana's not gray yet well, you're lucky i'm you know i have I'm seeing strands come through well, one or two it's okay. If you ever see them, I hope you tell me uh I'll tell you I haven't seen them I mean you're looking too far down. they're not down here in the I long haven't park. seen any uh, yeah't seen here. any I,
2: I know where they are <laughs> oh, i haven't, uh, I, haven't I, I haven't
3: i haven't I haven't seen any. Okay. I haven't. Um, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but also your eyes aren't that good
2: anymore. That is also true. So who knows what the hell's going (laughs) on? But if you do
3: ever see one, I hope you just go, oh, I see you, Graham. I won't care. I'll be happy. And I'm trying to just sort of camouflage the one that pops up instead of pulling it because people have tried to scare me off of doing that. Oh, well, uh, I'll let you know. All right. Well, we are not going to talk about our New Year's resolutions here. Because we're going to save that for the Patreon. And that is true. So bug (laughs) it. Um, We think we think fucking resolutions are dumb, but we have ideas and thoughts and healthy plans Mm -hmm. and spiritual plans Mm -hmm. and monetary plans. Mm -hmm. So that's what they are. There are plans for 2018. If you want to hear those, go to Patreon dot com slash dumb gay politics and you can make a monetary plan of paying one (laughs) dollar per week and you get a whole extra hour of meow meow and hermana on the scene, okay, and we talk about whatever, and we don't talk about politics. So if you're th- if you're here from hearing us like on Heather McDonald and thinking I don't want to hear these motherfuckers talk about um, politics, well, then you should join the Patreon mm-hmm. because we don't talk about it there. Nope. Although we might today, maybe,
2: <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's New Year,
3: you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: all everyth- everything's on the table now. You never know.
3: Someone well, someone emailed us a question. Oh yeah, and it's a little bit of a it's a feminist religious slightly political and so it's like if meow Meow wants to talk about a feminist yes religious yes political yes question thank you in 2018 please she's gonna get to i am so that you might not want to sign up for this one probably not (laughs) um okay well we're skipping the eye of the shit storm um since this, this is our 2018 evergreen Um, but what we are gonna do is have Meow Meow take us to New Year's Ski.
2: take my tiny music letter and ride it to skew
3: well you're gonna take me to <laughs> you take you to skew. am i on your handlebars or am i standing on the back on the things that stick out of the tire i'm feeling like a banana seat oh you want you want to do a little snuggles
2: <laughs> here we are at school parking bikes um <laughs> you know we're at new year's eve or we had new year's it's because it's past New Year's
3: Day. Yeah, it's in our futuristic. But um, New Year's Eve would have been two like. Two nights ago. Yeah, well, we would have been. We would be recording this like New Year's Day, which right. is why we aren't doing that, motherfuckers. Right. So
2: unlike religious holidays or Jewish observances or the big Muslim pilgrimage or the delightful tradition for Mormons to take dead Jewish people and convert them to Mormonism. That's a thing. Look it up. You can Google it. It's called baptism for the dead. The common secular. I'm going to go
3: up and turn people into like Scientologists then.
2: Uh, Exactly. That's exactly why it's ridiculous. So the common secular obligation, as I like to call it, known as New Year's Eve, is pretty much a global celebration and has been all throughout history.
3: Because as long as the calendar has existed, right? Well, many
2: cultures celebrate New Year's Eve in their own sassy way. Unlike Americans who get drunk, date rape, and can never get an Uber home and end up on the doorstep of another lesbian's house telling herself she'll never go to another party again and will load up on Xanax and miss the entire night completely. Alas, one can only do that so many times. And so we're left with New Year's Eve, the most anticlimactic night of the year.
3: Unless you're at Leo's party.
2: (laughs) That's right. Someday I want that for you. When did this tradition even start? And how the hell do we even know when one year begins and another ends? How do we know this isn't all just one long day we've been living through together with no beginning and no end? I like to measure time through how fat I am or not in pictures. With that said, New Year's. Civilizations around the world have been celebrating the start of each new year for at least four millennia. I had to look up what a millennia was.
3: Okay. Um
2: It's a thousand years.
3: I ugh, why didn't you let me get it? Oh, I was gonna get I'm it. Sorry, sorry.
2: You motherfucker. So that's four thousand years. Today most new years still celebration- The reason
3: they're called millennials is because it was at the turn of the century of like of the thousand. Oh,
2: so people who are born around two thousand?
3: No, people who were who are um, um, like a hitting like adult a young adulthood like like that's why oh oh yeah
2: interesting hmm well did not know that today most new year celebrations begin on december 31st which is the last day of the gregorian gregorian calendar the gregorian calendar is today's internationally accepted civil calendar and is also known as the western or christian calendar um common traditions include parties concerts eating special new year's foods like molly ecstasy champagne and cocaine mm, i love all <laughs> of those foods people love eating those foods on new year's oh
3: my god those are my favorite foods right? i love them all lights of the year oh, yeah
2: you can never why would just wait for new year's i mean
3: exactly it's like thanksgiving it's like i why do we have to wait to have stuffing it's ridiculous have it anytime you want exactly
2: Watching the ball drop, having that New Year's romantic kiss, or crying silently in the corner. And making resolutions for the New Year and watching fireworks. Don't
3: forget the awkward New Year's kiss, also Ew, very popular. Oh, an,
2: awkward New Year's, an awkward New Year's kiss. Or uh, trying to have one. And not quite getting there. <laughs> the earliest recorded festivities in honor of a New Year's arrival date back to 4,000 years ago to ancient Babylon. For the Babylonians, the first new moon following the vernal equinox, the day in late March, with an equal amount of sunlight and darkness, heralded the start of a new year. They marked the occasion with a massive religious festival called Akitu derived from the Sumerian word for barley, which was cut in the spring.
3: Oh, God, why did you include that factoid? <laughs> Akitu sounds like someone's dog's name. That's it's like, an
2: actual kind of dog, an <coughs> Akita.
3: Akita. Yeah. But so it sounds like you'd name your Akita Akitu. and then you like, Don't name the dog Akitu. <laughs> this is my Akita, Akitu.
2: <laughs> We're hilarious. In addition to the new year, Ak- Atiku, Atiku celebrated the mythical victory of the Babylonian sky god Marduk over the evil sea goddess tiamat and served an important political purpose it was during this time that a new king was crowned or that the current ruler's divine mandate was symbolically renewed basically we much like christmas went back into antiquity and took other civilizations solstice um celebrations this
3: this isn't considered a solstice celebration though because that's a summer right the longest day of summer well
2: then there's the shortest day so we're doing a winter one too so, so is, we'll do is
3: it really yeah the shortest one new year's well, day ele-
2: well not now i don't oh. think it is but they would have had it you know it's changed throughout are you thousands gonna get to of your years.
3: favorite topic regarding around this which has got to be like jesus
2: the early <laughs> roman calendar <laughs> <laughs> here we go consisted of 10 months and 304 days got that how much 10 months and 304 days That was the Roman calendar. Okay. So each new year beginning at the vernal equinox, according to tradition, it was created by Romulus, blah, 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 because they all had a million, then there's a million gods and blah, blah. But in the 8th century BC, a later king is credited with adding the months of Januarius and Februarius. Oh,
3: January and February came later? Yes. (gasps) Very cool. Right?
2: That's interesting. (sighs) Finally. Over the centuries, the calendar fell out of sync with the sun, and in 46 BC, Julius Caesar decided to solve the problem by consulting with the most prominent astronomers and mathematicians of his time. He introduced the Julian calendar, which closely resembles the more modern Gregorian calendar that most countries around the world use today. Now... As part of the, his reform, Caesar instituted January 1 as the first day of the year, partly to honor the month's namesake. Januarius. Jan- uh, Janus, oh. the Roman god of beginnings.
3: Janus? Who's too Really? Words. That's what we're working with here. <laughs>
2: J-A-N-U-S, not J-A-N-I-C-E, <laughs> okay. by the way. Though if it was okay. J-A-N-I-C-E, that'd be amazing. <laughs> um, well, you could Janus? Janus? <laughs> you- you it could said, be Janus. Yeah, I'm you, not yeah, sure. Yeah, you could have said Janus. It's probably Janus. Janus. It's probably Janus. Ooh, Janus. It's probably Janus because the fucking they Romans probably changed the calendar
3: because nobody could handle doing their fucking taxes every ten months. I can't even deal with it for twelve. I'm just like really again.
2: I know. It's. Ten, I'm, could you I'm imagine scared. Ten months. I am so scared for these next taxes. <laughs> I am fuck
3: i don't even like want to look i don't, I, don't even I, I kind of don't
2: even want to do it i kind of want to be like come and arrest me my, then i don't know what to say My saving
3: grace is that i made thirty dollars and fifty cents that's the only thing that will save me on any level because the worst thing you can do is then make a lot of money because then you owe a lot you can't owe a lot when you made none that's true that's true <laughs> i mean point. i'm just gonna be like wow what a what but, a banner here. But
2: just remember that the people who made the least amount of money pay the most amount of taxes.
3: Fine, but still, this year. it won't
2: be a lot compared to which is a nightmare. Um, so Janus, the Roman god of beginnings, whose two faces allowed him to look back into the past and forward into the future, two-faced. I'm sure we could all rename Janus with people in our own lives, such as Scott, Nicole, various Rachel. <laughs> god (laughs) i wanted to say that um, that really got me i know we could all rename our own januses with uh, also i just want to add to those because it's scott nicole various rachel's (laughs) shelley's and mary's all right oh
3: snap i'm trying to think of there's anyone else you want to add to that any of your any other januses i'm gonna stop myself from doing it those were some good ones that i'm not that i'm not bothered with okay
2: so Romans celebrated by offering sacrifices to Janus exchanging gifts with one another decorating their homes with laurel branches and attending raucous parties again we're looking at sort of like a a New Year's Christmas um, crossover in medieval Europe Christian leaders temporary temporarily replaced January 1 as the first of the year with days carrying more religious significance such as December 25th Jesus's birth fake birth as we learned
3: last I mean Jesus's birth came before New Year's apparently and March 25th. These are things you should know this is your class. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: as we know, Jesus was born in the, in the spring or the fall and he was never born on December 25th. So
3: yeah, but I didn't realize his fake birthday came before this fake New Year's. Oh yeah. So,
2: um, but then Pope Gregory, the 10, 11, 12, 13 reestablished January one as New Year's, New Year's day in 1582. So that's where we get our New Year's from.
3: New Year's too. So, Along with New Year's,
2: we often here in America follow, like, these things that we do every year that are just part of our, like, American fabric or whatever. And I just picked two that I thought were
0: the ones that we, you know what
2: I mean? Yeah. So, New York City's dropping of the ball. That's, like, one that... That's the main one. The main one. Well, what's the other one you did? Rose Bowl Parade? Old Lang Syne.
3: Oh, all right. Because the Rose Bowl Parade's big, too, but that's New Year's Day, bitch.
2: Okay. Old Lang Syne... Um, can you name the song that almost every English-speaking country often sings on New Year's? But what does it mean? To be forgotten. So, apparently, "Old Lang Syne is a, from a Scottish poem written by Robert Burns, and it's translated to mean old long since, or long long ago, or days gone by, or old times. No wonder that song's so fucking depressing. Consequently, for "Old Lang Syne, as it appears in the first line of the chorus, might be loosely translated as for the sake of... Of all times. Well, why
3: do they say "For he's a jolly good fellow"? Is that That's a else? different song? <laughs> what is <laughs> it about, though?
2: <laughs> so, I think "For he's a jolly good fellow" is about him being a jolly yeah, good fellow. Yeah, but fella. when do they sing it? Birthdays, okay, you know, okay. celebrating someone. It's always in movies, I guess. You know what, what I mean? Like someone stuff. walks in, gets a, a raise at a job, and everyone's like, oh, "He's a jolly good fellow! <laughs> oh, congratulations, Bruce! He's a jolly good fellow!
0: Oh, wonderful!"
2: <laughs> um, this is a sad, more of a uh, melancholy, remembering memory song. People all often all sing it at funerals. Please. And New Year's as they bode farewell to the old year and welcome the new or some people will enjoy singing it when Danny Masterson goes to prison and gets ass raped for the rest of his miserable life. I will.
3: God, I got into a K-hole about that this weekend. I know. I can't wait till he gets his whole face fully
0: raped. Scientology
3: is responsible for keeping him out of jail, too. Right. All the way up to now. Um, and they're slandering people online. Um there is a version of Old Lang Syne uh-huh. sung by none other than Leanne Rimes.
2: Oh.
3: And everyone listening to this, all 14 of you oh, are. Oh, I not <laughs> <don't
2: laughs> <me ever> <laughs> <laughs> You guys are all just lucky that I just, Yeah. Oh, God. The way she yodels or whatever. I hate that. You can sing better than her, no.
0: I
3: was going to say everyone was lucky that I didn't put it at the beginning of this section, but they got to hear it anyway now, didn't they? (laughs) They did. Uh, Well, the most iconic of all the New Year's
2: traditions, at least to Americans, is, of course, the New York City Times Square dropping of the ball, which has now gone through all over the world and people all over the world drop their own balls. Where does this tradition come from and why? Well, the New York Times was located in one Times Square from 1904 to 1917. In 1904, the New York Times... Uh, was located downtown near City Hall. At the time, everyone made fun of them because... So they moved. They moved from downtown to uptown. That's where one Times Square, where we all know as Times Square now. on up. However, when they moved, everyone made fun of them because no one, no one was up there. It was all horses, horse shit, poopy-dubs, duty <laughs> like carriages, carriage duty, like nobody was up there. Like
3: Leo was there doing gangs in New York yeah, type was, of shit. Yeah, it was just like, like not that happening. One guy, Daniel Day-Lewis, has the thing and he's was cutting... Oh, his knives, yeah. all mm-hmm. men with knives
2: and horses. Cameron Diaz
3: is like a whore and robbing people and stuff. Right, I was Irish all- <laughs> people are being treated badly. That's
2: the five points, which what's funny is the five points is downtown. However, the <laughs> fact that there, but all you know, all those people are there. They're all there. Still there. Knives. Still there. So uh, Different people. They decided, but at the same time that the New York Times... So the New York Times bought this building one time square. At the same time, the subway was being built. So they would do this crazy thing where they would... And they had a mill in the building. They would make the papers. And while the subway was being built and the subway was just like whatever, they'd have their papers... From the subway, going from uptown to downtown, they'd do it on the subway, and no one else was doing that. So while they were being made fun of, their papers were actually getting out faster than anybody else's paper. So whatever. Oh, was there That's other side papers? Note. Like New York Post? New yeah, York- there was like other shit. I'm not sure what the other papers were, but there were other ones. Okay. So they moved the thing. Now, in order, they wanted to have like a big, huge party to like promote the the Times and their new building. Um, and they thought they'd have, like, a New Year celebration. Nor uh, The normal New Year celebration was happening at Trinity Church, which was way downtown by Wall Street. And so when the New York Times decided they were going to do their party, the Trinity Church was thrilled because they didn't want people partying there anymore. Because people would literally, like, throw bricks in the air and do weird, like, 1904 shit, like, where they would, you know, be like, People still do
3: that dumb kind of shit.
2: And they didn't want it near the church. They hated it. They didn't want people drinking. People got drunk. So... They were thrilled that the New York Times was now gonna bring this party uptown. So the the, the Times in nineteen oh four to nineteen oh five got hundreds of thousands of people to what is now n- renamed Times Square. It was not even called that then. They had oh, renamed. Oh,
3: that's why it's named that. Because I never of one Times that. Square.
2: Yeah, because of the New York Times. I never knew that. I didn't I didn't know it either, after oh I look at God, this. It used to be so called cool. Long
3: Acre Square.
2: Oh what that really rolls off the tongue.
3: I know. I missed that. I know.
2: So they had their big New York their New, Year, New Year's Eve celebration which had fireworks. So in 1904, 1905 going to 1905, they, their big thing was to have fireworks. However, it's 1904, so you know, the fireworks are going off and literally people are like blowing up Ashes are raining down. Yeah. Probably you know setting, what I mean? like, <laughs> like horse dung on yeah, fire. Yes.
3: Haze catching on people fire. People are like
2: getting killed. Yeah, yeah. They're just like blowing up from whatever. Yeah. They're
3: probably just setting off cannons going, it's fireworks. Oh. And people are like, what? It's war. And yeah. by the way, it's lighting up the whole night sky. Exactly. Because don't have any lighting going on.
2: So... Uh, in order to celebrate New Year's Eve without hurting anyone or catching the new Uptown on fire, they decided to co-opt an old maritime tradition of lowering a ball at noon, which is apparently what the people in in ships did. They'd lower a ball at noon for New Year's. I don't know who knew. uh, At ports around the world with what at the time was brand new technology? Electricity.
3: Why do it at noon? Well,
2: that's just what they were doing with the ships. They weren't going to do it, but they were going to take that. Okay. The ball. Um, They built the first ball out of iron and wood. It weighed 700 pounds and it had 100 light bulbs on it. At the time, one Times Square was the tallest building in the city. So um, that's and they dropped it. It was like on ropes and shit and they dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. And that's the beginning of that tradition. And it has lasted for 105 years. Has it ever dropped on anyone? Apparently it's never dropped on anyone but they have the there's been two years where they didn't do the ball and both of those were wartime years. So uh the ball has now been dropped for 105 years and the, there's been the seven War, different balls.
3: Oh, there's only been seven different balls?
2: I read there have been seven versions of the ball.
3: In 100 years. Wow, that's 105 years. I know that's a that's I expected there to be a different ball each year. Build You'd another ball, so? motherfucker.
2: I know. Uh oh, one time a kid got stuck in the in the um like they do it by rope. They literally would like rope the ball down and uh-huh. like a kid like got like
3: caught up in the rope. You know what I mean? And cool. got stuck in That's the That's hot. Ra- the I ra- love ra- that. Yeah. There has to be a death regarding the ball and then we have to still keep I'm doing sure. it. And then everybody yeah. has to be like, We shouldn't do that anymore. Someone lost their life. And then we'd have to be like, We don't care. Right. ISIS is gonna get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: and just just a quick a little list of what other cultures do besides Americans, since other people are celebrating New Year's in all other parts of the world. In Spain they eat twelve grapes. On the stroke of midnight, said that can, if you can fit them all in your mouth, <laughs> you... Are a you faggot. supposed to eat
3: them all at once?
2: I'm. You just have to shove them in. 12 grapes at midnight. Get them in there and no, eat them. No, you could choke. I'm going to try it. Okay. 12 grapes, <sighs> midnight, and they have to be the sweetest grapes that you can find. Is it find. supposed to bring you good luck? Good luck for the year. My
3: mom always has black-eyed peas.
2: Oh, that's a Southern, yeah. I was going to... Okay. Gonna, okay. Southern... I didn't put that in here because it's oh. American, but... The South has particular food. Oh, things. she would
3: force me. She yeah. knows. I'd be like, please, mom, no, I hate them so much. And she'd be like, you have to have one bite. It's for good luck for the whole year. And I'd be like, and I take a bite. And yeah. I'm like, what?
2: I love black eyed peas. Um, South Korea eats a special soup called Guggyuk.
3: I love some of that.
2: I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm sorry. It's t t e o k g u k Titioguk? I don't know. It is said you if you don't eat the soup on New Year's, you will not grow another year so i haven't been eating it no shit and i'm still fucking growing in el salvador they crack an egg into a glass of water and then the next morning people look at their yolks and dissect it and somehow this will tell you how the new year will go ew
3: i'm gonna crack an egg into a beer and fucking have a snappy tom (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker i am is that good good? it's good and especially with tomato juice if you do that's the the real a raw egg yeah like some rocky shit in a beer? With tomato juice. It's a Snappy Tom. You and I just have red beers, but when we used to, Snappy Tom was the one with 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 the egg, bitch. Never heard of that. All right, well. Well, you just don't
2: recall. A, a cracking an egg into a beer? Yeah. I've never done that. No, you've never done it, but you've heard oh, of it. Oh, you're right. I do not recall, but I'm curious to try it. Uh, in Italy, it is traditional to eat lentils as they are thought to bring prosperity into the new year with their round coin-like shape.
3: <laughs> well, you eat lentils all the
2: time. I love lentils and I'm still broke and have no luck. Turkey, they smash pomegranates
3: into a turkey's face. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Can kind of fun.
2: <laughs> a bunch of people smashing pomegranates in turkey's face. In fact, actually that sounds uh, disgusting. Don't do that. Do not smash a pomegranate in a smirky. It's fu- face. smirky.
3: It's fun if a you imagine smirky. it as a
2: cartoon turkey with googly eyes. Yes. As a cartoon. <laughs> yes. But and if the fruit was maybe not hard soft. Yeah. And also now I'm envisioning men doing it. And All right. Let's go. Them. OK. Smash pomegranates into their doorways on New Year's Eve. And they believe the more seeds and juice that squirt out will bring you more good fortune you know into how much the that new will year.
3: Stain. That's in- Insanity.
2: The seeds symbolize fertility
3: pomegranate um, stains
2: so fucking hardcore blah 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 um who does that in that's germany a stupid tradition. that's turkey ironically they believe eating pork will bring you good luck but and they have this thing in germany where and i'll end it with this which i just think is funny since jews you know don't eat pork or whatever and it's not kosher um <laughs> if you don't like pork it's okay because their main thing is you eat they what they call a gluk a gluckschwein, gluckschwein, which is a sugar pig Oh, God. And if you eat the sugar pig, uh, it will bring up the promise of a sweet new
3: year. A sweet piggy. Und no juice. <laughs> Here's to a new year. Und no juice. Und no juice. Mm. So. We aren't all like that. We, we have to go. We aren't all like that. Because <laughs> every time you'll come and be like, I don't know. My boss's wife came. She's, she's like German, like from Germany. And then I'll be like, ew. And you're like, I oh, know. Yeah. And then you'll we aren't all like that <laughs> they get
2: very <laughs> upset they
3: really do but we don't care no we but we still and with all due, there's like one German guy who listens to this shit and we won't and never stop no and he lets us do it I
2: mean and you know listen that's fine German obviously whatever but it, it is what it is what can I tell you you know
3: alright well let's talk to someone else besides each other
0: let's and have a, a kiki. kiki I wanna have a kiki lock the doors right. let's have a, a kiki, kiki motherfucker let you have it. Let's have a cheeky.
1: I wanna have a cheeky. Die, turn, work. Let's have a cheeky. We are gonna serve and work and turn. And
2: This is our first Off Limits interview of 2018. And even though we did an Off Limits compilation special last week, we wanted to start this podcast year off with a bang. And there was no better guest than this one to do it with.
3: Because she's a firecracker? No, I hate when people say that. But she is super hot and super hilarious. And most importantly, she's sharp as a motherfucker. She's smart. She's a smart and savvy businesswoman on top of all her other gifts, and she has blazed so many trails that we are just (laughs) trying to Google map one of her paths to some money for us somewhere. Oh, every
2: day I get in the car, I put in (laughs) Heather McDonald's path and see where it goes. How the
3: hell can we get some money? I know.
2: Yeah. Well, she's super talented actor, stand-up comedian, improviser, and writer. She's had a million jobs and been on a million TV shows and a million stages. She was the breakout star and most talented person on Chelsea lately and is currently killing the game with her podcast, Juicy Scoop.
3: The shit is juicy and scoopy and so funny. It's the podcast that got a lot of people addicted to podcasts, in my opinion, and she's certainly responsible for at least half of our subscribers. And it's been a pleasure to get to know her and follow on her blazed trail for the past year. So without further fucking ado, meow, meow. Let's welcome Heather Heather McDonald. McDonald. Hey, Heather. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> love you girls. Thank yeah. you for
1: my lovely intro. I'm yeah. very, very flattered. It's all
3: true. Mm-hmm. We I love talking you. about how everyone on Chelsea sucked but you. <laughs> so happy that you. So happy that you got exactly what you deserve. Aren't you? So many people that well, just bugged off after that. And I'm glad.
1: Mm. Not actually. Everybody's doing pretty well. Oh, so they are. <laughs> yeah, yes. most of them are like on, doing TV's and movie shows, like Fortune Feaster and you know other people. But um, but yeah, it's all. I think it it was so much fun. It was great. So, but uh, what happy was, to be doing my own thing. Now. Was
3: was she political on that? Like back then, because she's so political now. I never. This is just a question Not, I just have.
1: The, yes, I'll tell you. The first time that. I even noticed that she was the least bit political was, um, you know, probably well. I guess pretty much the whole well, okay. Well, when Obama ran in, in two thousand and eight, so we'd only been on the show like a year, and um, and then every you know and, and everybody was going crazy over Sarah Palin and stuff. So that seems sort of natural. Um, no, definitely nothing like she is now. No, and so- um, I mean you knew that she was liberal for sure, but. Um, you know you no know, i didn't really understand how liberal and then how um how difficult it would be if you didn't agree with her you know oh, as, well, as that a was, staff member yeah. yeah that was our follow up was
3: yeah could you have
2: a differing opinion like working on and even I, and then so then when you're working on it, and sh- that show isn't even because now that show is like a full on daily show. That show's super political now. Well, it's not on well, anymore. Well,
1: it's, it's not anymore. It's over with. Well, I mean,
2: her new incarnation, let's a- say. and that's not on anymore it, either. No, it's
1: not on anymore. <laughs> oh, I it thought ended. she was. Oh, no, yeah. it
2: got canceled. Oh,
3: excuse.
2: So yeah. uh, okay. So sorry, let's... not sorry. Just kidding, <laughs> Heather.
3: Sorry, we we are not sorry. Well, I
1: think I think that's I think that you know. It was cool that she wanted to do something that you know was more meaningful than talking about the Kardashians, and I totally get that. But um, I think she should have used more people as she did on Chelsea lately. Make it political if you want, you know, but do like a version of a Bill Maher where at least it's entertaining. You know, I just think it was yeah not one, that and, funny right. to be honest. And then you know when every episode is just one note Trump bashing and really nothing right. else, and and there's and that's what every other show is doing. I think you got to separate yourself and make something a little more unique. I think Samantha B has a unique voice. And I I think all these people can do it. It's just, you got to, what makes you different, you know, from, yeah. from the norm. So did of, you feel,
2: uh, I mean, I, uh, did you feel that while you were working on the show, whether it was you or anyone else who would have a differing, let's say political view or whatever than her, was that challenging? Could you have that there?
1: Well, I mean, the first time I noticed that it was like a problem is, you know, I... Before I got the job, um, I was working. I had a friend. We were in a mommy group, and she was a convert. She was Catholic. She converted to Mormonism, and she lived right here in L.A. And her husband was a director of on CSI, and um, oh. and that's when I first <laughs> heard that um, that there's a secret society for Republicans in Hollywood. Oh, is and, it?
2: Is it through CSI?
1: <laughs> no, it's called so. it's called FOA. It's called Friends of Abe because Abe Lincoln was a a, um, Republican. And Mm -hmm. of course, you know who some of them are, you know, Gary Sinise and all that. But there's a bunch of people that, you know, and this guy being one of them that was like, you can never tell anybody. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, like Angie
3: Angie Harmon, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, he was like, I will lose jobs. I will lose jobs if anybody knows this. And I was like, this guy, I'm like, people are being dramatic. Of course, you can have your own opinion this is America. This is Hollywood. You know, of course you can have your own opinion. You can't.
3: You absolutely can <laughs> No. Can't. So if no. you. You
1: cannot. You Mm-mm. cannot. And Mm-mm. so um, I thought they were being dramatic and stuff. So I'm like on the show and it's 2008 and, um, and I thought I could have my own opinion. And so I would like talk about certain things and, it was like, what do you mean? You know, you're Republican, and I was like, well, I was raised Republican. You know, like my, mm. my dad actually was a fireman's father, Irish Catholic, so he was in a Democrat home, and then he and his sister became Republicans, like in the '50s and like in the '50s and '60s, and um, and actually, my his his sister married a Democratic um, into a very Democrat, powerful family. His, they're the Carries, and. Um, her brother-in-law was the governor of, um, New York in the seventies and she, till the day she died, stayed a Republican and they were like best friends with the Kennedys and everything. Wow! And so I thought, you know, and she never turned her husband or anything. He always stayed Democrat and she always stayed Republican. So I just thought, you know, well, you can have a different opinion and like be, be friends with people. Mm -hmm. And, um, (laughs) I just didn't know that that couldn't be that way. And I also, in my house, grew up, and my dad was being a Marine. He was always for gun control. Every report I ever wrote I did on gun control just because he had so much information on it, and I wouldn't have to go to the library, and he basically helped me write it, (laughs) why it was so important. So I also knew that you could vote one way but feel differently about certain issues. And you didn't have to be all on one side. And I was always for gay marriage and my parents always, they were realtors, so they always had a variety of a different, you know, like the first gay couple I met was like their clients and they were, you know, essentially married, but they couldn't be married. And that was never a secret or anything. We never were told that that was bad or you're going to hell for that. Nothing like that, even though I was raised Catholic. So we, you know, there was the expression of your cafeteria Catholic. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's sort of like you, you take, you're like a cafeteria. You take what you want from it but you were raised learning to have a relationship with God and being a good person. But, you know, yes, you know, birth control is okay. And yes, gay marriage is okay. And so that's, that's what was so weird. So that when I would say it, and especially in 2008, being that that was the year that, um, proposition eight came out, it was like, if you said you're a Republican, it was like, you hate gays and you're a racist Mm because Obama's running. So you hate gays and you're racist.
0: Where and do you think that, that comes from? That was
1: very scary to me. Well, because Obama's black. No, no. but so well, if you right. weren't for him, then they just thought you hated black people. Oh well, that could have but been. It had within... nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. And so, literally, I think that was the feeling, and that's why people were so, you know, ostracized, and and then why they just dis- why they realized it's re- it's the you really have to be quiet about it. I think it was um, because
3: of following Bush. It was the climate out here, especially in L.A. Right. I remember I voted like for Nader at one point, like the first Bush time. And yes. I was living in L.A. and I mean, I was like, you know, I was so, so, so young. Like, I mean, first of all, they shouldn't even let those people vote. Just kidding. But um, <laughs> and I voted for Nader. But yeah, it was like I, I, I always wanted a, a third choice. And there never is one. And I remember people being like, you elected Bush. There was all the people like you that voted for Nader. And I'm like, I was living in California. And my vote didn't even right. matter anyway. But God, I mean, I'm not going to be blamed because... But anyway, I think that's why. Because everybody here, everybody was so pissed off about George Bush that... Yeah. You know, if you said you're Republican, then, it was like you were an awful piece of shit. Oh, because you're supporting,
2: right. Yes.
1: And so then so then I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't... And during that time, I was like, God, this is the best, you know, I'm not... You know, I, I liked McCain, but I was like, what are you doing with Sarah Palin? Like, it was just, I mean, that whole thing. That's why I, one of my favorite movies was that Game Changer. Oh, so good. Where Julianne Moore played her. I mean, I absolutely loved every second of it. And um, so I thought it was really, you know, an interesting time. And I, you know, uh, but we did this fun sketch where it was like, you know, where I come out as a Republican and we do a joke. People were like, is this a joke? Is this real? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just saying that, yes, I was raised in a Republican home and the rest I'm not going to share i not going to share who I vote for or not because I'd have some people that were like, we love you. You're the only, you know, and I was like, well, I don't necessarily, you know, <laughs> want to be associated with either group. Yeah. And you let me just be funny. And it it's just too scary to like right. Um, we'll really s- talk about how you feel about stuff now. And and with everything, your, your opinion changes all the time. You know, I think there's people that um wanted to be hopeful. And it's just like, yeah, I don't like trump either but let's be hopeful and let's support him and i understand people like that that are like come on you know it's he's still our president blah, blah blah i understand that side and i understand the resist side i mean it's just kind of a you know it's just such a mess now but i mean that was so then the night of the election she chelsea had a party and invited everybody but me
3: <gasps> of obama of the obama <laughs> in 2008 <2008? laughs> Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, man. That sucks. She
1: was like, who did you vote for? Who did you vote for? And then I was like, you know what? There was a reason why back in the day you went and there was curtains around you and people said you don't talk politics or religion. That used to be a thing. Yeah, well, that's that, the name that of the segment. Well, it's, called, it's called "off
3: limits" because right. you don't talk money, yeah. money politics, and, or religion, right? Right.
1: Right. And so it's like that's why, you know, that's why. And and then and then there would be times that I'd be around people that that thought I was. You know, way more conservative than I was, and then they would they would offend me, and I was like, you know, like (laughs) we just went to a party, and we're like, and we're like, holy shit, you know, that guy is strapped. Like Peter's like, I'm never hanging out with that guy again. Like a like a guy we know, like is like having like his third drink, and he's showing us his his licensed gun on his ankle. And I'm like, Whoa. you're the last person <laughs> I want to be, in a, you know, in a situation with if, if we get shot up. You I know? think like, it's,
2: I, I want to say that I think that it's even within each of the parties too. It's like, you can't even yeah. like, like, let's say like, okay, I voted Democrat or whatever. Right. but Or, okay, go even going back to Obama. I voted for Hillary when it was Hillary Obama, like the first right. time. And right. I mean, and, and and I felt like a racist. So it's like, Even within like uh, the your own thing, which you're supposed to feel is your people or whatever. There's still this divisiveness. Yeah. And you still can't even talk about shit.
1: So it's like when when Obama won, you know, there were all those movies prior and all these jokes prior to Obama winning that every black comedian made like we'll never have a black president. Oh, isn't that funny that they're making it. Morgan Freeman, like that's ever going to happen? Like he's ever going to be our president? I mean, everybody said that we're too racist a country, and then we we elect Obama because that's who the, you know the majority of people wanted, and, and he's great and everything. And then still, people are like, "Oh, well, now that you wanted Trump, we are the most racist country in the world." It's like, what? <sighs> you know, right. how, how do you know what anybody? This people just sometimes want to change, and they're like this sounds good you know this 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 sounds like a good change or they're not doing well i mean i was at a um i was at a dinner speaking about uh, with chris jenner the night of the election and we was a dead night you know it's nobody in this larson's house this um, restaurant was actually her birthday and Mm -hmm. everyone's looking at their phones and everything and so of course we're in la so um you know, when we left, it was like, hmm, this is interesting because I mean, everybody just thought Hillary would win, everybody, including me. Like, what are you talking about? You know, and then uh, we're sitting at dinner and it's like, oh, my God. And then my son texts me because I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, we it's Trump got Florida or whatever. And then everyone's just like, holy shit. Yeah. And all these women that I was with, you know, um, extremely wealthy women, they were just like, who would ever vote for Trump? Who? And I'm like, people that aren't doing well. Yeah. And, and it's just such a foreign concept and to sexist. someone. Yeah, and sexist. And well, sometimes, yeah. you know, it's, sometimes it's a luxury to be liberal. And racist. Sometimes it's luxury, <laughs> yes, racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think that too, or sexist or whatever. Uh, but I mean, the thing mm. is, is like- You're I mean, right, this, though. You're right, though. There were yeah. so many things about Hillary that was so awful and fake and phony. Yeah. And in some ways, I think Trump, being a money guy, he was the first person- That kind of exposed the fact like, hey, I gave a big donation and got to go to Chelsea Clinton's wedding. This is how it works. He kind of let normal people know how how people, you know, how these people hang around with each other and you know take their private jets and talk about environmental uh, issues i mean i you're like I, really What's i her definitely carbon imprint you know well, I, with like, all
2: do though he's a full fucking hypocrite no well no of course but i mean i completely of course raised, he is too yeah. but she i'm knows. saying
1: him being a hypocrite who you know flies around his jet and everything too i'm saying he he made the average american more aware yeah, of for sure and we're oh, and still we loved and, it. and each day yeah. we're still
3: becoming more and yes. more aware
1: of yes all the glad of handing everything. all the
3: private jets yep But I felt that's what I was going to say is that, well, that's what I felt. I voted for Hillary, but I definitely felt like because I would be like, I don't like her, but I voted for her. And so I I still even to this day, I get because I always talk shit about Bill Clinton and and people who listen to this podcast will get super offended. It's right. like, you're just not enough being enough. Like even I tried to, you know, I did try to have hope. I mean, it probably lasted like a good six weeks, but
1: <laughs> right. I tried, I really
3: did. And right. It, exactly. It, you're it, like,
1: well, who knows? Maybe it'll be a surprise and like blah, yeah. blah, blah. But you know, yeah, it was everything that everyone feared is, is true. And it, you're, <laughs> you're like, is this even a, you know, is this, is this a joke? Like, yeah. I mean, it's still the tweeting and you're like, I thought Ivanka could get in there and like,
3: Yep, that was all. Uh, and, and,
1: you know, it's just, but I think that it's also really interesting because, I mean, going. Going through it, I was like, "Well, God, please don't let it be Bernie, because I can't afford to pay for everybody's college." Like oh. that was ridiculous. Like that scared the shit out of me when he was like, "And I would like illegal aliens that have lived; they they, they get free college too." And I was like, "Well, Jesus Christ, then can we, <laughs> is there any way I can say that my Asian stepdaughter wasn't born here? She's gonna get free. Co- if she's gonna get free college if you weren't born here. Like it was just like it was ridiculous. Well, I think it was, it was the people Bern- joked about it. Like we want free Uber and free coffee too i felt like that i felt oh, like that was the I, message i felt like <laughs> and, that
2: too i felt like that too i could not and handle like, at least that
1: hillary was like realistic yeah you know? it was like no this, yeah and you know, he was worse than the guy that's so, like everybody gets a a chicken in a pot or whatever from, i thought like, f- yeah for
2: sure i definitely feel like and still that the people who are tr- and i'm talking about trump supporters i think trump yeah. supporters are different than actual republicans <laughs> so in my personal opinion like i think they're they couldn't be the same but i think they're kind of different like i've
1: well, when I said to my my friend, I go, you know, we're like, you know, and then, and then when the tapes came out, I remember where I was when the tapes came out of grab her from the pussy and my friend <laughs> called me and I go right to read it. I go, well, it's over now. It's over a hundred percent. It's
0: over. No, nope, That's she's, why she's
1: won. She's over. And I go, and and when she wins, I go, it'll be fine. Nothing will change. So if you right. like the way things are, right. it'll be fine because right. nothing will change. No. Right. And, um, you know, and And uh, hopefully nobody will piss her off so that they don't add to that list of supposed people that they've murdered. I mean, that is like,
3: what is this list? Are you talking about?
1: Oh, my God. And I'm not saying I endorse it. I'm just saying people just is this a conspiracy.
2: What is it? It is Google. The Clintons have killed people.
1: Yes. Who oh, the Clintons have had killed. The, bringing it's about the juicy scoop oh, over here. It's, God. About 40, it's about 43 people. 43? There's several, <laughs> there's several YouTube videos where someone gives out their theory of it. Oh. Now, Some of them I don't agree with. Some oh of them I don't God. agree with. I say there's no way they did. But there are a couple that you're like, holy shit. They literally know about 26 people that they've personally worked with that have killed themselves. Ooh. supposedly oh my supposedly killed themselves i mean I'm, I'm not like, putting okay, past anything 20, by I'm just like 20, so many people, how many people do you know in your life that have killed themselves i i know i know a friend's nephew i know one um, two by association i think everyone knows somebody sadly yeah, Everyone right. knows somebody maybe one or two people 40 like, literally, it's like, or 25, it's like 25. Oh that my killed God. One guy killed himself with two different guns. What? Uh, like, I mean, yes, it's <laughs> like very, and I'm like, oh my God, you know? And so it's kind of like, I think people wow. would see those things, and you'd be like, you know, and she was awful to mm-hmm. his mistresses. Awful.
2: Yes. Well, awful. that's my mother. And she
1: threatened them, and she tried to keep them quiet, and yeah. people know that and it's just like i i wanted a woman to win but i have to say i didn't really want it to be someone who got there through her husband i really yeah. didn't no she wasn't no, I the right to one like a self-made yep. selfie woman who was yep. a governor and yep. or whatever that you know that and there were women like that but they just weren't powerful enough to get it or she, didn't have the yeah. power like they did to get it no she wasn't and, the right
2: she wasn't the right one totally agree my mother didn't even vote wouldn't even vote for her i mean she ultimately did but i'm talking about a 70 something year old Jewish woman who hates her fucking guts, like literally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's a liberal and progressive and all this stuff and my parents are Democrats and blah, blah, blah. But when I tell you, I would be like, well, we have to vote for Hillary. She's like, ah, I w- I'm i going to write someone in. I'd be like, who are you writing in? She's like, I don't know. I'm going to write in Robert Wagner. I don't care. I'm like- but you know, like there's things
1: about her that then I did like. Like I loved her in the debates. I, I thought there were times where she was just really great. I saw the grandma side to her. Like there were things that I was like, I was preparing myself, you know, like, okay, she's good. You know, I, again, I've always she, been like respectful of the office. So I'm like, when my person wins, it's a little more fun. And when they don't, right. I, I grow to love it. You know, I'm like, right. okay, you know, you want, and then, yeah, but, you know, I do there, too. I do too. I'm like cute that family, like the Obamas, everybody wants a cute family. Everybody yep. wants a cute family and they were a cute family. Yep well and they, also they, this they, administration
2: is I mean you can't it, it, even if whether well, you like Hillary or not and though people I guess would disagree yeah. with me but they would have been normal they would have been maybe it would have been status right. quo but they would have been people who are good at their jobs they would have been professional they would have you know yes. it's not wouldn't have been the shit show of well, fucking like criminals fired every day, fired. Yeah, every day.
1: Firing and, and they hate yes, the offices and-
2: <laughs> right oh and they hate the literal office of which they hold and want to destroy the co- of the organization of which they're the head of it's insane it's insane yeah. now um, how do you, I'm curious to know as like for if you're a person who's a Republican now and in this climate, I'm within, not. I'm not I'm okay, not, a not Republican. Okay, no, so I'm let's not. say I'm saying independent.
1: All I can say is yes, independent. Okay, in a Republican because yeah, you know, that's like with very liberal, you know, with liberal yeah. wavings. Yeah, with my, my uh, I remember that like before he died, and when um when Romney was running, he goes, what the fuck happened to my party was exactly what he said. He's like, what is all this conservative Christian bullshit? Right. Because that's my dad. He became a Republican because he, he saw it as from the business side of things, you know, and we we, exactly had a small business and we, we thrived in the Reagan years. We, we loved Reagan. My parents were realtors and my dad, was a 50 year old ad man that got kicked out of what he said a young man's business Mm. so he couldn't be creative anymore so he my mom had gotten a real estate license and he's like if this is the people making money in this business we're gonna make a lot of money and he put he got you know put all this money into it and he was like the first realtor to have their names on bus benches and shopping carts and so he made a thing happen and so that's sort of where we came and then of course like some you know being military too he was strong military but like he always watched everything and always had like an open mind and and it was never just this one way thing and then you know what really happened was when abortion became legal, they, the Republican Party sought that out as their, mm-hmm. as their thing to gain hey, It's Christian so exhausting. Name. It's so exhausting. And it, really, I, and it really changed, but I'm saying the party's really changed. Yeah, it's you so, know? Yes. Oh, but I do think maybe yeah.
2: like, because you're like Brandy, like you're like independent and you're more in the yeah. center and you'll see both sides and you know, just irrational. I'm irrational and insane, but you yeah. guys are very rational, you know what I mean? And I'm wondering if more well, people... I mean, I just think- were like that and would see more of both sides, then maybe we wouldn't be where we are. But I, I, I cause I like, I like, I learn from that for me as a person who leans yeah. very crazy. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I don't think, I also don't think really wealthy liberals that have never um, had to struggle at all. And also, you know, uh, don't know anybody that's been in the welfare system, but they just are like, well, of course that should be there. See that the argument for uh, a Republican with compassion is like, you're just keeping them in their spot by never checking up on them and getting their and they get their check for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. They're never going to strive. And I got to experience that firsthand with my brother who got, um, with, on social security, did 18 months in jail and came home to a huge check.
0: Oh, because wow. no one checked. There there no
1: checks, <laughs> no checks and balances. Um, no uh, checks and balances. Nobody prison. checked when we're, but when we're paying for someone to go to prison, the Social Security check should stop, don't you think?
2: Well, I also think that we also have too many people in prison. I mean, then, yeah, well, then you get into a thing, there's too many prisons, like, there's too many people right, in prison.
1: exactly. But then, to but, easier but yeah, you shouldn't get it paid. Go. It's probably less expensive Agreed. Than to go. Okay, you need a little help, but we want you to have this menial job—five hours, you know, three hours a day, or ten hours a week—just so you get out of the house and feel that that you're, you know, so you can have your self-esteem up. We want you to—you'll get your check, you'll get your subsidized housing, but if you could just work at this dog shelter, that'll for someone to run that will—and that's why charities do it. But I'm saying for our government to run that, oh, that's a whole other position. It's going to cost too much to um, try to help these people have self-esteem and and get out and be helpful if they can't carry a regular job maybe they could do something else you know contributing to society then they look at that and they go well that's too expensive to do so we'll just keep throwing money at the problem and then we have a bunch of you know overweight depressed people that you know beat their kids because they don't, they don't get outside. Well, I say just
2: kill all kind. the rapists and um, abusers <laughs> and murderers, and then would be, be well. Okay. I think that is, that's okay too. Like,
1: yeah, you know. What is I'm your? your I mean, what is your? I was always for like subsidized, always subsidized daycare. All that has to happen because the single mom needs to get out and have a and have a job. Yeah, you know. So, but that, if she can't afford daycare, then how is she going to have a job? Like, what's so, your biggest
3: um, issue politically that you get behind? Is it and it, and. Is it based around you having kids? Like, what what is the thing that you really care about? Like in the debates, or you know, that you most are. I mean, concerned I, with? I
1: do, I I do, I do really care about um, getting people out of the cycle of the welfare and social, you know, and and being and being on, you know, be, growing up in it, and that's all you knowing and not being able to get out of it. And having whole societies that that's all they know. Because if you've never been on food stamps, it wouldn't occur to you to ever go on it. If you were strapped, you would get a second or third job. But when you're raised in it, you just go, okay. Do you think oh, there's any place it? for it at Can I all? treat that? Oh, yes, definitely. I definitely think it's it's needed. But I think there needs to be more of a um, follow-up. Yeah, more resources like, to I, do other yes. things. Right. And yeah. Where yeah. they Like, like yeah. I said, like the subsidies to, like daycare. Like I don't think you should. I think you know a single mother or someone that's that's struggling. I think that they should have their. They should be able to put their kid in a free daycare where people know how to take care of babies. They aren't going to get frustrated. They're not going to throw them against the wall. Ooh. And then that girl can like go and work at a store and you know take classes. Maybe become a manager. She still gets to see her kids. You know, in the morning and the night or whatever, but she's going to be a better mom and she's going to have an opportunity to have a job. So once her child is in kindergarten, she can actually like better herself. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what we need. We need more of, but when it's just like, Oh, you get this much more, if you have another baby and all that. And it's it's just, that's what happens whenever you see horrible abuse, not whenever, of course there's, it's socioeconomic, there's rich people that are awful to their children too. Look at the Menendez brothers. But I'm saying, Oof. a lot of it is when you read <laughs> these awful stories, it's it's a situation like that. And who do and you like, like? Who they,
3: who do you like politically? Like, and that. Let me just preface it by saying, I like people that I like. I love Lindsey Graham. Like, I like people. I like people just because they're entertaining. I mean, if that's, I love yeah. George Bush, um, Jr. Uh-huh. What do they call him? George W. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because I just thought he was like You don't like sweet, Senior Groper? You don't like yeah, George I don't and senior, like the, the, the older one is just like scary and Frankensteiny. y yeah. Um yeah No, the dad I especially don't Yeah, no, I don't like Jeb either But so I like love Lindsey Graham And I, so who do you like? I mean, you don't have to say who you like Just as entertaining But do you, who do you Like we ended up really liking John McCain too Right, and I guess the person that's giving you Some semblance of hope Or that you
2: think, you know Is doing Could, a good job run. Or should run Or Yeah
3: <laughs>
1: Reagan? I don't know. Was Reagan <laughs> well, your last Ron favorite? Jr. There's
2: Ron Jr. Probably.
1: Probably. I don't know. I went to the Reagan library with um, my son, and his teacher is actually Reagan's granddaughter. Oh. And it's they're just, I don't know. I just, it just reminded me of my childhood, and like you hear the speeches, and it's just and it was a scary time you know that during that time you thought that he was going to press the button and we were going to have nuclear war with russia like and he that didn't like
3: the- aids and stuff and or gays and stuff gay
1: people don't right. like right i know but i never but knew that because when
3: we're kids we don't know i mean i don't
2: hold on to it too tightly but i know that that's like a that's like a thing
1: okay. that was a big thing but also the, but also i don't think they they didn't know what it was too oh no they, the aids was so new that they then they were like oh god you know and then oh an election's coming so we better not associate ourselves with helping and
2: oh god which, you could oh yeah if you found a doctor from the 80s they'll all be crying in a corner being like
1: i didn't know
2: right <laughs> you know What i mean yeah. i didn't
1: know or whatever yeah but, but no i mean still was, very but as a controversial. kid i don't know you know yes of course he, he was and i mean it was interesting too because i asked my son's um teacher i go she went to Pepperdine, and I go, what was it like? You know, because every teacher I had was always really liberal, really anti-Reagan, and I go, what was it like when you were in school? You know, and she's like, oh, well, they would say, oh, are you, is there any relation to Ronald Reagan when they'd hear her name? And she's like, well, he's my grandfather, and they either. <laughs> They would, they would be so horrible. But then she stopped. Then she just stopped saying that she was.
2: I became obsessed with Ron and Nancy yeah. and their fucking romance. Yeah. I love them.
1: Oh my god, they I were love so them. So horny for each other. Oh so god, horny. Go to they the library. Yeah. When you go to the library and you read the love letters. Oh, they I mean, the love letters forever. was like yeah yeah oh I mean, that's why you that's why you want a second marriage right i mean my god <laughs> they didn't even like, like their own
2: kids their own kids will talk about how they couldn't even compete with their marriage i'm like that's what i'm talking about yeah julie oh, loves that Remember they couldn't the even daughter? stand the
1: kids wait what was the daughter's name the one that like just hated her dad patty and then, <laughs> no patty, and Is she it patty? And she was in, yes she went in playboy and everything oh and she went to rehab then, oh yeah right and then when she got like older and didn't have her looks then she was like <laughs> Daddy Oh yeah all like, of them Coming over and like Rubbing yeah. his head I'm like You were the worst <laughs> Daughter on earth
2: And then Ron Jr. Like, became cursing. gay
1: Ugh, oh, that's so good
2: Yes The worst well, She's well, the
1: worst we, Well we knew He was gay We always but knew he, he was gay He never came he was But like he a, didn't come out Until later He was a later. <laughs> he, did, he was a scare. He did uh, uh, and, uh, and he was he was their one together, right? He was he their, was one, their together. one together,
2: and he they had a tumultuous relationship, and then he finally came, but then he ended up having a nice, you know, towards the end. Of well, their you know lives the
1: juiciest st- the juiciest story about Michael Reagan, who Which is one's Michael no, Reagan. Michael is his adopted son with his first wife. Ooh, the they whatever her name was, the other actress. I don't know her name, and um, I, I never okay, even so knew it was a second marriage. What? Okay. So Ronald, no, Ronald got married to this other actress and they had, I want to say they had Michael and one other, oh, they had Michael and a girl and they were both adopted. I guess maybe she couldn't have kids or something. And, um, they got divorced and it was, you know, just like anybody else, a horrible divorce where he'd have to wait at the corner and the kid would have to come out and Ron would pick him up and like, he couldn't even, you know, go into the house or whatever. And I saw this thing one night where Michael Reagan was um, being interviewed and he always loved his dad. Never had a, never a controversial word about his father throughout everything. And um, he was severely uh, molested (gasps) by like a coach or something. And, um, and never told, I'm trying to remember the story. And in this interview, he he uh, finally told his dad what had been happening. Oh, my God. And it was like the reaction was so amazing. He did it live in an interview?
3: I have to He told the
1: story. He told oh. the story of when he was a kid and how his dad, Ronald Reagan, was so incredible about it. The oh, okay. He was oh. angry. and was Good. like, I'm going to fucking kill the guy. Yeah. But then he was also like... And at the time, you know, people suddenly didn't know how to talk to their child about that. And he was like, it is not your fault. And he felt extremely guilty that he wasn't the father figure in the home at the time Mm. and always felt very guilty about it and all of that. So that was I remember watching that like 10 years ago. And I was like, wow, that, you know, it showed the. It just showed like the, the kind of the compassion that he had and the maturity, you know, which by the way, people didn't know, you know, back then people would say, don't talk about it or what did you right, do? Right, or, right, day, right, right, You know, and that was not at all the reaction.
2: Right. He was a and loving, so, nurturing, he was, he was a loving gentle father. father.
1: <laughs> Very horny for Nancy. Horny <laughs> yeah.
2: for Nance, which <laughs> I love.
1: Nancy liked all the psychics and she kept like consulting oh, with them. She the had psychics, know? she
2: had astrologers. I love, I, yeah, li- I, I like, I like love them.
1: Was- And she was, like, very good friends with Joan Rivers. Oh, Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yes. And when Joan Rivers... That's right. When when Joan Rivers' husband killed himself, Mm. he killed himself in a um, hotel room. And she called Nancy and woke her up, had them wake her up in the White House to take care of the situation and get him removed from the Whoa. hotel room and everything and Nancy called and made it happen.
3: Now I have to wonder wow. if that had something to do with the Clintons with all, every single
1: suicide. <laughs> I'm going to go back <laughs> to Junior high. I don't I think they were too young for for that. I think they, I think he was still <laughs> yeah. voting his I think he was still like They probably hitting killed, on like his yeah. first secretary they probably killed time. off
2: every young girl. Oh god. Fucked.
1: Okay, so all you right, Heather, video, it is sort of it is sort of amazing if you watch that video. And I'm not saying it's true, and I'm not, but I'm just saying how these conspiracy things and a lot. I'm watching of it. I'm finding it. Conspiracy theories to me don't. I don't really believe because I'm like I don't believe that this many people can keep a secret, and some of them are crazy. Right. Like she, they, they say JFK Jr. that she had something to do with that because they knew that he was going to become senator and he would be. Uh, A big, you know, um, a big competition for her. And, you know, because there's a lot of people they know that died in small planes. So they think that maybe they had people like fuck with the engine. (laughs) weird. I hope they didn't kill JFK JFK Jr. In one of the stories, the guy took off and the plane was like, not good or whatever and they they managed to get back and land and then when they got in their next plane that plane went down oh my god yes. hilarious and it was like somebody that was gonna like testify in <laughs> one of these cases like against them
3: that is so funny it's pretty great <laughs> i love that the thing's gonna be pure comedy we're gonna watch it right now oh yeah <laughs> OK, well, thank you. Thank you for going off limits with us. Yeah. Um, no, one, yes. no one needs to be sad. This interview is over because they can find you being hilarious on the Juicy Scoop podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. Right. It comes out. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, and tell our 14 listeners where you're performing next and where they can find you on all of your social media.
1: Well, I'm going to be going to lots of cities in 2018. The next is Sacramento at the Punchline which I'll be doing February 2nd and 3rd for stand-up, but then I'm doing a bunch of live Juicy scoops as well as stand-ups at city wineries mm. in Atlanta, New York, Boston, Washington, D.C., and they're like these beautiful places with great food and wine and a little bit bigger venue, one show a night, VIP after stuff. So anyway, everything can be found at heathermcdonald.net. Okay,
3: heathermcdonald.net. Write it down, everybody. Yes. Do you want to say your Twitter or anything like that? or That's all
2: there, oh, sure. too. sure, it's...
1: it's- Yes, it's at Heather McDonald for Twitter and Instagram and Heather McDonald Comedy is Facebook. So thank you.
2: Everyone go out and see Heather Stand Up and, um, and did, check her out online.
3: Yeah, and go to the, listen to the podcast. And listen you don't to already. the podcast. Okay, love you, thank bitch. You. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Alright, so this is usually the part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding a ray of light amongst all the shit that's going on. But being that this is a pre recorded episode and it's our first podcast, I wish I could shorten podcast to like it's our first cast, PCAST. (laughs) It's our first PCAST of 2018. We're gonna do something different. We're gonna make a so there's that New Year's wish. Something that we hope will happen in 2018. That came out of all this shit, it's like, or so there's that wish for 2018. So it's a big big overarching thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't really think mine completely through. So, and I know. Oh, me neither. Yeah, well, I knew you weren't really comparing it at all.
2: I have something that comes to my mind. I hope with all my heart, and I sincerely mean this, that all the rapists and sexual harassers die.
3: Oh. I thought we were gonna do realistic ones. Mm. Well, I want people, uh, some I, people think I'm a sexual harasser. I wouldn't ugh, mind going
2: ridiculous, but <laughs> whatever. I don't care if women are sexual harassers because that's not a thing. Like, what's it called? What's a when a woman's
3: like? Oh, when I say when it's reverse sexism, you go that no, doesn't exist.
2: Not a thing. Doesn't <laughs> exist. It's not real. Fuck off. So, um, I will say though that I hope that this newfound. Um, strength and courage and um uh openness of women having to deal with uh male um inappropriateness sexual harassment
3: privilege entitlement
2: entitlement and i mean across the board from work to in your own motherfucking home i hope that that keeps going and you keep that women keep um, feeling empowered and the more that they feel empowered and the more they keep talking and the more they keep, literally, the more they keep talking and exposing, exposing, exposing is going to be the very first steps, in my opinion, of um, stopping the cycle. And I hope the cycle stops. I really do.
3: Okay, good. So there's that. So there's that. Um, I think my, my so there's that wish for 2018 is that, I hope that I, I I do hope that Donald Trump gets impeached <laughs> and um, with that or without it, I am really, really glad now that he got elected even now, just even just with what happened in 2017. I wouldn't go back and change anything um, because so much because we are experiencing a cultural revolution and I'm pretty sure that I haven't experienced one in my lifetime, really, like I think musically, like, you know, when I was really, really young, like in the 80s, there was probably somewhat of a revolution as far as like, you know, in the 80s, there was a, there was like a cultural thing going on musically and like in the entertainment business. And yeah, and like Reagan and us being the way America was, but we haven't really had one and his gross presence and just everything... that's wrong about all of them and you know just and and, and all of Washington really because they put him there too. We didn't just put him there, they put him there and um and Russia put him there. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean it all needs to be exposed and it all has been and I and so for the cultural revolution of of the sex thing, but more than that like for the for the what's happening there in DC and mm. what I really hope is that and it already is happening. But these this year, 2018, especially with the midterms, like, it's going to be more young people and more girls and more gay mm. people and more people of color. I just say that in general so I don't have to say every type of person with color. but Because I don't really <laughs> like that term, people of color. But, I mean, it's right. just a little too, like, whatever. Um, but, like, people, not even... Just people without as many advantages is what I want to say. Like yeah. whether they're ad- educational advantages or, you know, upbringing or location where they lived. Like I didn't have a lot of like, like opportunity, education opportunities growing up. And, and I would have never even thought um, to go into politics. And it was like, after talking to Heather McGee and it's like, of course I've done too many drugs, but I don't care. Cause I'll still try. <laughs> but like, I want a lot of people just like, dirtbags just like us and even people better than us who are younger and less dirtbags, yeah. but just people who would have never thought about doing it for it to be a viable career. It became a a thing that wasn't an opportunity for anyone. Really. You had to be like, you know, you had to be part of like a, a career political family or, right. you know, be exposed to it. And that's not how it should be. People don't feel like they can't be cops. Right or police, you know, cops or policemen. Same thing. This is why I'm not right. in politics, dumbass. <laughs> but um, you know, so that's what I think, and that's what I hope, and to that the whole entire, um, the the climate in that whole fucking area, all the way from, like I'm talking judges, not just Supreme Court, like just judges, all of it. It all has to like, it's been a white man's game, and it's corrupt as fuck, and it needs the corruption has got to giz like. Sorry that you're running that shit like, you know, John Gotti, but it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. We're yeah. like Johnny Depp in yeah. some movie. Women are like Johnny Depp in some movie coming in and being like, your gang's getting busted up. I've been undercover. Oh, oh. You're blocked cupcake. Yeah. And you're done. So I'm going to take me. Is that Donnie Brasco? No. Well, he does do that in some movie right i don't know he play he does undercover mm-hmm. but is it, for, is it for is it for like an italian ma i don't know yeah. i don't really love that movie but yeah, 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 he's yeah, probably yeah. done it a million different types of yeah, movies yeah, like yeah, that yeah, but yeah. anyway that really gets me excited seeing people that look like me it was like that's what obama was supposed to do for people was was and he and i'm sure he did to some extent they got to see themselves reflected back in mm-hmm. Obama, but it didn't really do the thing where we all, where anyone really felt like they could then run for office. Right. Whereas this thing is doing that. This right. thing is making people get activated, you know? And um, I want that like really hard. And, it, and it is exciting to me. And that shouldn't be off limits to any Americans. He's not educated for that position. Right. He didn't go to president school. Right. President school doesn't exist. <laughs> and by the way, we know that it should. But. It doesn't matter what your education is You should be able to run You should be able to do it. Your high school dropout You go run in your freaking city Right now this year You'll go make $150,000 Go run for city council And be like I'm a high school dropout But you know what I've been living in freaking Torrance For my whole entire life Or my 28 years old or whatever And go run and see if they'll vote for you Or whatever yeah. Do it Yeah do it Good one So there's that mm.
2: Well, that's it for this 2018 2018 evergreen episode of Dumb Gay Politics.
3: Yep. We need to find out when the first full moon of the year is, and then we need to go outside and stare at it while we think about our intentions. <laughs> uh, I want this to be an important, amazing, awesome, incredible, sexual, enlightening, life-changing, yet... Easy year for us.
2: Amen. Well, we set our Patreon goal for March, and in order for us to reach our goal, we need all you guys to sign up. So go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics, and for $1 a week, you get another hour-long podcast from us, and we
3: can keep doing this. Then the only way we can meet our goals is by continuing to fucking bug on and mention it right here. And we're not going to stop mentioning it. Well, and the only
2: way we can keep doing this is by having that. That's right. So, you know, that's all. That's all we're saying.
3: Um, and there's no ads and there's no politics. It's 60 minutes of shit talking. <laughs> and, <laughs>
2: and um, since we're in January, I just want to say... January 18th, I'll be at Aspen J. Ski <laughs> And January 20th at Stowe Winter Want Rendezvous in Stowe, Vermont. So I hope that we'll see you there.
3: Um, it's Janus. Jane- I mean, my birthday's in fucking January, and I don't I want know. it to be Janus. It's Janus. Janus. <laughs> and we're doing a live podcast on January 13th. In Santa Barbara,
2: it's going to be at the Brazil Arts Cafe. It's going to be through um, No Indoor Voices. And if anyone who's listening who's seen me do stand-up there, you know that it's Kimmy D's show and it's No Indoor Voices. It's Brazil Arts Cafe. Their food is so good. You should go have dinner and then you can go to the show. Uh, Come to our show after. You can go to nightout.com for tickets. It'll be $15 online and $20 at the door. And it's a small room, so there'll be no way for you not to come and say hi. Hi. And we'll, you know, talk to you after and bloody blah, diddy, meow, meow, meow. I'm telling you, the food, get the. They, oh, God, the food there is good. And I am not kidding. And we'll get a free meal.
3: Oh, good. <laughs> well, as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And 2018, bitch! 2018! Happy New Year! Old oh, acquaintance.
0: Uh It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that. Cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast. Shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh-oh. Uh, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trump bananas. What? I don't know. I don't even know.